0: Hi friends, I'm Annie F. Downs. Okay, before we get started, we've got to talk about what we are doing in the new year. So we're gonna slow things down a bit here in 2024 and read one chapter of the Gospels a day in January, February, and March. So this is gonna be a great way to start the year, really savor scripture as we continue to read the Gospels together. There's a free reading plan available for you in the December guidebook for 2023. You can find that at AnnieFDowns dot com slash Gospels. And I have big news for my mini BFFs. Annie's mini BFF podcast is back starting Monday, January 8th, and we're going to be reading some of our favorite stories from the gospels, from some of our favorite kids Bibles that are made by our friends at Zondra Kids. So if the mini BFF in your life wants to follow along in the three kids Bibles that we're going to be reading from, the Jesus Storybook Bible, the Tiny Truths Illustrated Bible, or I Wonder, you can get 20% off those books at faithgateway.com with the code AD20, like Annie Downs20, will get you 20% off. Okay, for today, let's read the Gospels. The Gospels are the first four books in the New Testament, the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These are the stories of Jesus Christ's life on earth, the friendships, the parables, the sacrifices, the meals, the miracles. Something we say often around here is you don't have to be in the Gospels every day to be changed, but every day you're in the Gospels will change you. So each month we've gotten to read all four books in 2023. So go ahead, subscribe today, finish December with us, and then get ready in January. Okay, here's how today is going to work. I'm going to read three chapters to you. You can listen or read along in your own Bible, and then I'll pray, and that's it. So today is December 11th, and I'll be reading Mark chapters 11 through 13. And this month, I'm reading from the NASB. Mark 11. And as they approached Jerusalem at Bethphage and Bethany near the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it here. And if anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord has need of it, and immediately he will send it back here. They went away and found a colt tied at the door outside in the street, and they untied it. And some of the bystanders were saying to them, what are you doing untying the colt? And they told them, just as Jesus had said, and they gave them permission. They brought the colt to Jesus and put their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. And many people spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches, which they had cut from the fields. And those who went in front and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David, Hosanna in the highest. And Jesus entered Jerusalem and came into the temple area. And after looking around at everything, he left for Bethany with the twelve, since it was already late. On the next day, when they had left Bethany, he became hungry. Seeing from a distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to see if perhaps he would find anything on it, and when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. And he said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples were listening. Then they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple area and began to drive out those who were selling and buying on the temple grounds. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves, and he would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple grounds. And he began to teach and say to them, Is it not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a den of robbers? And the chief priests and the scribes heard this, and they began seeking how to put him to death, for they were afraid of him because all the crowd was astonished at his teaching. And whenever evening came, they would leave the city. As they were passing by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots up. And being reminded, Peter said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted to him. Therefore, I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them and they will be granted to you. And whenever you stand praying, forgive, if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you for your offenses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father who is in heaven forgive your offenses. And they came again to Jerusalem, and as he was walking in the temple area, the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders came to him and began saying to him, By what authority are you doing these things? Or who gave you this authority to do these things? But Jesus said to them, I will ask you one question and you answer me and then I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Was the baptism of John from heaven or from men? Answer me. And they began considering the implications among themselves saying, if we say from heaven, he will say, then why did you not believe him? But should we say from men? They were afraid of the people for they all considered John to have been a real prophet. Answering Jesus, they said, we do not know. And Jesus said to them, neither am I telling you by what authority I do these things. Mark 12. And he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard and put a fence around it and dug a vat under the wine press and built a tower and leased it to vine growers and went on a journey. And at the harvest time, he sent a slave to the vine growers in order to receive his share of the produce of the vineyard from the vine growers. And they took him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And again, he sent them another slave, and they wounded him in the head and treated him shamefully. And he sent another, and that one they killed. And so with many others beating some and killing others, he had one more man to send, a beloved son. He sent him to them last of all, saying, They will respect my son. But those vine grovers said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him and the inheritance will be ours. And they took him and killed him and threw him out of the vineyard. What will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and put the vine growers to death and give the vineyard to others. Have you not even read this scripture? A stone which the builders rejected, this has become the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And they were seeking to seize him, and yet they feared the people, for they understood that he told the parable against them. And so they left him and went away. Then they sent some of the Pharisees and Herodians to him in order to trap him in a statement. They came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are truthful and do not care what anyone thinks, for you are not partial to anyone, but you teach the way of God in truth. Is it permissible to pay a poll tax to Caesar or not? Are we to pay or not pay? But he, knowing their hypocrisy, said to them, Why are you testing me? Bring me a denarius to look at. And they brought one. And he said to them, "'Whose image and inscription is this?' And they said to him, Caesar's. And Jesus said to them, "'Pay to Caesar the things that are Caesar's "'and to God the things that are God's.' And they were utterly amazed at him. Some Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus and began questioning him, saying, "'Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies "'and leaves behind a wife and does not leave a child, "'his brother is to marry the wife "'and raise up children for his brother.' There were seven brothers, and the first took a wife and died, leaving no children. The second one married her and died, leaving behind no children, and the third likewise. And so the seven together left no children. Last of all, the woman also died. In the resurrection, which one's wife will she be? For each of the seven had her as his wife. Jesus said to them, Is this not the reason you are mistaken, that you do not understand the Scriptures nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. But regarding the fact that the dead rise, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the burning bush, how God spoke to him, saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob? He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are greatly mistaken. One of the scribes came up and heard them arguing and recognizing that he had answered them well, asked him, what commandment is the foremost of all? Jesus answered, The foremost is, here, Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said to him, Well said, teacher, you have truly stated that he is one and there is no other besides him. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the strength and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more than all the burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered intelligently, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And then no one dared any longer to question him. And Jesus responded and began saying, as he taught in the temple area, How is it that the scribes say that the Christ is the son of David? David himself said in the Holy Spirit, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord, so in what sense is he his son? And the large crowd enjoyed listening to him. And in his teaching, he was saying, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and like personal greetings in the marketplaces and seats of honor in the synagogues and places of honor at banquets who devour widows' houses and for appearances' sake offer long prayers. These will receive all the more condemnation. And Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and began watching how the people were putting money into the treasury, and many rich people were putting in large amounts. And a poor widow came and put in two lepta coins, which amount to a quadrants. Calling his disciples to him, he said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow put in more than all the contributors to the treasury, for they all put in out of their surplus. But she, out of her poverty, put in all she owned, all she had to live on. Mark 13. As he was going out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Teacher, look, what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left upon another, which will not be torn down. As he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew were questioning him privately, Tell us, when will these things come about, and what will be the sign when all these things are going to be fulfilled? And Jesus began to say to them, See to it that no one misleads you. Many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and they will mislead many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Those things must take place, but that is not yet the end. For nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will also be famines. These things are only the beginning of birth pains. But be on your guard, for they will hand you over to the courts and you will be flogged in the synagogues and you will stand before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them. And the gospel must first be preached to all the nations. And when they arrest you and hand you over, do not worry beforehand about what you are to say, but say whatever is given you at that time. For you are not the one speaking, but it is the Holy Spirit. And brother will betray brother to death and a father his child. And children will rise up against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by everyone because of my name, but it is the one who has endured to the end who will be saved. Now, when you see the abomination of desolation standing where it should not be, let the reader understand, then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Whoever is on the housetop must not go down nor go in to get anything out of his house. And whoever is in the field must not turn back to get his cloak. But woe to those women who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. Moreover, pray that it will not happen in winter." For those days will be such a time of tribulation as has not occurred since the beginning of the creation which God created until now and never will again. And if the Lord had not shortened those days, no life would have been saved. For the sake of the elect whom he chose, he shortened the days. And then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or look, there he is, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and will provide signs and wonders in order to mislead, if possible, the elect. But beware, I have told you everything in advance. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers that are in the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory, And then he will send forth the angels and will gather together his elect from the four winds, from the end of the earth to the end of heaven. Now learn the parable from the fig tree. As soon as its branch has become tender and sprouts its leaves, you know that summer is near. So you too, when you see these things happening, recognize that he is near right at the door. Truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. Watch out, stay alert, for you do not know when the appointed time is. It is like a man away on a journey, who, upon leaving his house and putting his slaves in charge, assigning to each one his task, also commanded the doorkeeper to stay alert. Therefore, stay alert. For you do not know when the master of the house is coming, whether in the evening at midnight or when the rooster crows or in the morning, so that he does not come suddenly and find you asleep. What I say to you, I say to all, stay alert. That is Mark chapters 11 through 13. Let's pray together. Jesus, remind us of that. Put that in us, the the heart, the eyes, the mind that stays alert to what you are doing, to you coming back, but also to what you are doing right here and right now. And we say, come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.